every day on the big show. What? Gordon and Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Oh, what's going on? Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. It's time for What's Going On. We take a listen to everything that's going on across the Zone Sports Network, the big news, the big interviews. Uh, you get it every day right here on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's start, uh, let's start with Hanson Scotty, Gordon, who talked about our interview yesterday with Craig Fight. You know, I had a thought in this whole thing, and that was, how exactly do you go about poisoning a pizza? Just enough that it makes them really sick, yes. but not too much to kill them. I mean, you can't, like, go buy a bottle of E. coli somewhere. Like, what, what do you do? That's that, That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, d- d- you can't open up a, an expanded can of olives that have botulism and only put four or five olives on it because we don't want to make it. We don't want to kill them. We don't want to kill them, but we just want to make them sick. You're going to have to have a scientist in a pizza, in some pizza place saying, no, that's All right, a that's, little uh, too much arsenic. We didn't get the uh, the clip replaced there. That's the one uh, yesterday. But uh, Craig Fight was on with us yesterday. That interview was up, Gordon, at 1280thezone.com. It's making waves nationally, and people can decide for themselves whether or not they think uh, somebody poisoned Michael Jordan. Yeah, if you haven't heard that interview, then you can hear it on the website and check it out and see what you think. Draw your own conclusion. Uh, ultimately, it's up to you to decide whether you think uh, this guy's believable or not. Uh, I, I think he was fairly believable. That's my own judgment. You might come to a different conclusion. Well, we've got it now. Let's hear Hanson Scotty. Why would anybody put themselves in that position? This guy is an everyday, ordinary guy. He's a manager at a Dick's Sporting Good. I think he's a he's a coach. He does some coaching. Like he's just an average, everyday, ordinary guy. Why would he put himself in a position to be a, a nationally mocked? Yeah. Unless he just didn't understand the magnitude of if he did, if he if this was fake, or he just decided, hey, I wanna I wanna get in on this. This guy, he didn't come across to me as the guy that, that looked like he just wanted to get no, in on this. Didn't No, no, he didn't seem like an opportunist. He came across to me as a, as a guy that was like, yeah, I delivered the pizza. And yeah, Michael's lying. And yeah, do it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the, I, yeah, I made the pizza and I hope he burns in hell. <laughs> I just think it's absolutely comical that anybody could conceive that that you could poison a pizza just to the right amount that it's just gonna make him really sick for the next day that's it it's all it's gonna do i need a i need a 24-hour sickness just get us through game five and the guy's like yeah i got the right potion and then afterwards they're like i needed it a little longer (laughs) it wore out he went out and scored 37 come on oh my gosh Greg, where did those four arsenic pills pills go? Oh, I put them on Jordan's pizza. All four? (laughs) Yeah. You're supposed to do one. (laughs) One is for sickness for a day. One. Oh, man. (laughs) So, you know, how do you, yeah, like, how do you, how do you put dysentery on a pizza? 
I, I don't. I have no idea. Like you and I, like what? You got some old chicken? You like like squeeze some old chicken that's been sitting out? Like how do you prepare for E. coli? So you don't have bottles of E. coli lying around. <laughs> did, you hear, did you hear Gordon's cigar conversation? I did not. <laughs> Gordon asked Jake, can you get sick from cigars? <laughs> Oh, I did hear that, actually. <laughs> and Jake's like, I cannot believe I'm explaining. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> Lloyd, can we do this? Uh, you want, do you want to do it right now? <laughs> you you want to do happy hour right now is what you're telling me? Uh, it's, do we have you, a happy hour? Have you up? heard happy hour? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or do you no, want to save no. happy hour for Friday? No, uh, we probably ought to save it. Even though it, it it's it, it is the cigar conversation between Jake and Gordon, but um, I don't know, Scotty. I just think that it's absurd that anybody would think that this guy isn't the real deal. I that's the impression I got. Uh, but you know, it's funny. Like I had uh, somebody was texting me last night, and a mem- you know, from a, a media member from across the country, and uh, he's like, "Is this legit? Is this legit?" And I'm like. Look, I don't have employee records of Pizza Hut in Park City in 1997. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You, That's up to you to decide. Like, I'm not, I I can't, I can't tell you. I can't go back in time and GPS his car. There's no way to confirm. Yeah. Either, either story. You can't confirm what Michael said. You can't confirm what Greg Fight said yesterday. Yeah. Keep wanting to say, call him Greg Kite. I know, the the old basketball player. Yeah. I keep wanting to say a playground fight. (laughs) (laughs) And it does, it's it's F I T E, so it's kind of of hard to put your mind on fight instead of kite. So, yeah, I mean, look, we can't confirm it, but the guy told a pretty good story. All right, wait a minute. What is this feature on Friday called Happy Hour on Hans and Scotty, and why is our show going to be featured? One, two. Are we going to have to have uh, uh, are we going to have to have a Gus playing of the day, a daily a daily Gus play? I think we'll have to wait and see what Friday brings. Huh? I don't honestly, no, I don't know. Oh, hey do, guys, do, needs do, to play throughout our show. Do Scotty and Hans really want to draw battle lines with the big show? I don't know. What about automobile? Hmm. They put the mobile in auto mobile. In auto mobile. Actually, Scotty was fi- uh, filling in for me that night, though, so we might not. Oh, look do at that you one. soften all of a sudden. Well, well I mean, he was doing what me are you a favor. A, you are an ice cream cone in July, aren't you? <laughs> Melting right By the right way, away. can I can I point out that uh, they were making fun of my cigar comment? Now, check me if I'm wrong in this, but cigar, do cigar cigars have nicotine in them? Uh, yes. Do you know you can die from nicotine poisoning? You can, correct. And so why would I make in front of my question about a freaking cigar? <laughs> I don't know. You can die from nicotine poisoning. Again, I don't think. I think an apology is in order more. here. Like I said yesterday, what, I think what you gotta, I, what you gotta eat it. I think if you ate it, yeah, I think that might give me nicotine poisoning. Let's try it. Uh, it says, uh, here, let me check this out. It says, toxic effects of nicotine following ingestion, inhalation, or skin contact. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I think a regular cigar smoker like MJ isn't going to get, get sick. And again, it, it's different than smoking cigarettes because that goes into your lungs. Most people who smoke cigars just, again, puff on it. <laughs> Is that true? That's true. That's I really don't know about that. That's what I was trying to tell you yesterday. I know you're not a cigar guy, but usually they don't inhale it. 
into the lungs. Why, why are you going to puff on a cigar? It's the, the taste of it. So you don't inhale when you smoke a cigar? Correct, yeah. Well, who are you, uh, Bill Clinton? Well, I don't particularly enjoy cigars, but yes, I have had a cigar in my life. Uh, by the way, inhale. our investigative reporter, Sven, uh-huh. knows what happy hour is. And I had forgotten. He's absolutely right. This We played a piece of their happy hour last week. It's where the audio gets slowed way. Oh, okay, all right. Well, okay, that could be really funny, actually. All right, I'm I'm on board with that. Yeah, that really was funny. So retract the cannons off of the good ship lollipop. That that could be really funny. Us talking about us talking about cigars and they they slow down the audio. Okay, that could be. Good ship lollipop is listening here. Okay, we can bring the (laughs) man the arms. Okay. Ten to two shots fired. What do you What do you say when you go from battle stations to not battle stations? At ease. Uh, yeah, uh, man down. Uh, man down. No, All not right. man no. down. No, uh, no, that would be something stand else. down. I think. Stand yeah. down. Yeah. There you go. All right, stand down. <laughs> stand down, Gordo. We're okay because that could be really funny. All right, stand down. Stand down, uh, but stay ready. Have oh we, yeah, uh, always, always <laughs> playing defense with those two. Yeah, right. I got it. But in this case, have it we, sounds like we can stand down. <laughs> So we've expired our knowledge of uh, cigar smoke <laughs> and uh, naval uh, battle terms. Here they are playing a piece of audio and reacting <laughs> of it from our show, upholding our show, edifying our show, and our reaction is, how the hell, did, where do they <laughs> get off? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you mention my name? <laughs> I'll fight every one of you if you want. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, it was, it was actually helping us? Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you for the... <laughs> uh, listen, every single day, 10 to 2. You know, I saw a program recently that said that, that you know, when pirates used to, in Hollywood's version of pirates, they used to make people walk the plank. They said pirates really didn't do that. Said so that they would just as, uh, they would be more likely just to chuck somebody overboard. Who wrote this? A pirate defense attorney? <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> well, this gets us back to our conversation about Michael Jordan, uh, legend as opposed to the truth. Mm. All right. Well, Pi- pirates were just controlling the population. They weren't murdering and plundering. Yeah, actually, see, <laughs> all that we know about pirates, probably very little is true. But then the legend gets passed on and all of a sudden Michael Jordan was was poisoned with a pound of arsenic and somehow figured out a way to get out and, and, and win a basketball game. You know, that's what he that's what he's trading on, that legend. And I, I, I couldn't quote you the number, but apparently that uh, the Air Jordan stock or whatever is just through the roof out of this thing, or they, the demand for their shoe is just out of now, this world. Day one after the episodes one and two is up 40%. Day one after episodes one and two. I can't imagine what it is now. Oh, I'm sure it's it's literally. I mean, they're making money left and right. And you're telling me if I think Michael Jordan would fake the flu to further the legend? Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. You heard him with the the Republican buy sneakers too. This is what motivates Michael Jordan. Do you guys know I have a family member who works for Jordan, Jordan uh, the uh, the apparel and shoe company? I did know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, Fine. congratulations. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> what, full, where does full that disclosure from? here. <laughs> I'm sure he and uh, his cohorts there at that brand are, are really enjoying this documentary because this, oh, excuse me, <clears throat> docu-series because it's selling a bunch of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> what 
which was uh, which was the uh, the idea all, behind, all, all along. I don't know either that or just to reestablish the reputation. All right, stay tuned. Uh, we'll have more Big Show coming up. Uh, we'll have a Mountain America Market update. Speaking of that, so make sure and uh, stay tuned. Want to remind, hey, remind you? Hey, Austin. Austin. Yeah. If we were going to make a legend about Jake, how where would we start? It'd have something to do with Matt Harpering. Whoa, hey. <laughs> no. Singing show tunes. Gordon is invented. And a real friendly interviewer. Yeah, very friendly. Gordon has Hi, made, made all sorts of legends about himself. Yeah, you know what? You This is this is your life we're talking about here, where you just spin you these yards to create this oh, the, legend. This is, you know, this I was sl- stuck on an elevator for six this is, days. This is slanderous. Every story I told, except for a couple, were I was there with David Stern and Gail Miller, and I pried the doors open and threw them over each shoulder and carried them to safety. See, it's now all about building up. Mixed up. Oh, it's, but they are still it's there. It's about yeah. building up the legend of Gordon <laughs> Monson. Like, you can completely identify with this whole thing. I'm telling you right now that almost every story I've ever told on the air is 100% true. I was there with my friend Phil, and we were at lunch, and Phil had an idea for a shoe, and he wasn't sure he was going to do it. And I said, Phil, just do it. And Nike was born. <laughs> And I, I drew this little swoosh story. thing on a napkin. I'd and put he a was check like, mark. That's brilliant. <laughs> I put a check mark, but I sneezed and it went a little longer than a usual check mark. And boom, the Nike swoosh was born. <laughs> and then I wrote Foxcatcher. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Want to remind you about our friends at Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into action. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call today, 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333 at Action Plumbing. We'll have more coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. There's a place off Ocean Avenue where I used to sit and talk with you. This one goes out to Hector on a total request Tuesday. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We want to remind you, the Jazz Team Store is back open Monday through Saturday, 11 to 6 p.m. They've got all sorts of deals going on for the Memorial Day weekend. In fact, uh, 20% off all jerseys store-wide and online at jazzteamstore.com. And Memorial Day weekend, the uh, in-store Saturday and Monday, buy one item and get uh, a second item uh, at equal or lesser value for 50% off. And they're taking all appropriate health and safety measures in accordance with Salt Lake County Health Department guidelines. Uh, They're being very safe and uh, helping you express your jazz fandom. Uh, Currently open, but uh, especially check out that uh, Memorial Day weekend sale. Uh, Pretty awesome. So come on down here, right here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Uh, There's street parking and parking over there at Park Place as well, uh, which is just kitty corner here from the arena. Again, our friends at the Jazz Team Store. Gordon, you see that uh, Tom Brady organized a workout down there in Tampa Bay and uh, proudly wore a Buccaneers helmet and a bright orange practice jersey. Got about eight players together to throw some passes. 
Well, it'll be, th- this is an interesting story, man. Do you think he's just going to slip right in and make all the difference down there? Because uh, he seems really motivated. Well, tell me this. Do you think Brady's washed up or not? I, I think that's the question because I think Tampa Bay is actually a really good team. They've got a bunch of good players. I think Arena, uh, uh, Bruce Arians, almost called him Arenas. Uh, Arians is a really good coach. I think he's proved that he's been. A, he's a really good offensive coach. I mean, it all fits. But if you blame the Patriots' shortcomings last year on Tom being over the hill, then I don't think the Bucks are going to change that. No, I don't. I don't think he's over the hill. I think he's got something left in the tank. He may not be what he once was, but I still think he's upper echelon quarterback. And so, if he if he gets in in tune with those receivers, uh, I, I think uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, it, it will be. I mean, Jameis Winston. You know, people get focused on the thirty interceptions, right? Well, his mm-hmm. other numbers, if you just erase the interceptions, were incredible. I mean, incredible. He threw for five thousand yards and thirty three touchdowns. That's nuts. And 300 interceptions. No, I, I get the interceptions, yeah. and that's why yeah. he's not on the team anymore. But if or, you, yeah, uh-huh. but I mean, if you take out his mistakes and, and just went with the, the production, it's pretty astounding, actually. And Tom Brady, who does not make very many mistakes, you'd think right. you'd plug him into that, and the numbers are going to be great. Uh, and hey, I, I wouldn't doubt it, but he is in his early to mid thir- or mid forties. Yeah, if you take out all of Jake Heap's mistakes, he lived up to the hype. I'm making a comment on the offense. I'm not defending Jameis Winston. I mean, I'm if you ignore that, the 300 interceptions last season, I'm saying Bruce he Arians, was great. Bruce Arians offense. He didn't have an incompletion if you ignore that part of it, too. Bruce Arians offense is obviously productive <laughs> for a quarterback if you could get those kind of numbers out of Jameis know, Winston. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not uh, – yeah. although Jameis did get LASIK, didn't he? Because wasn't he blind, yeah. wasn't he blind yeah, that'll, as Yeah, that'll do it, yeah. Has he found a, a spot yet? Is yeah, he's Jameis? with the Raiders. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right, with the Raiders. Well, it helps to be able to see. Oh, no, Jameis Winston's with the Saints. Yeah, that's right. Marcus Mariota is with the Raiders. There you go. It was Jameis with the Saints. And it does help to be able to see. Yeah. What's the deal, uh, Austin, with your your hatred for him? Is there there a backstory here? I don't hate him. I don't hate him. Well, Austin and I do. You bring that that up a lot. I just, I mean, as a player. Well, that really stems back to Austin and I years ago uh, having a debate about who was going to be the better pro, Jameis Winston or Marcus Mariota. Uh, and I was and, right, and, and Jake it, was wrong. It, it <laughs> turns out that they're both terrible. But I, I would certainly make the argument that, that Jameis is better than Mariota. And I would make the argument that that's foolish. Mariota had, like, the best team in the league and got, and got replaced by, uh, what's his name? Uh, the the best team in the league? A leftover from the now Dolphins. Now listen, I'm a Titans fan. But even I can't let you throw that kind of thing around. They were incredible. The best with, team in the league. With Ryan Tannehill. If they had the best team in the league. They had somebody semi competent at a quarterback, they would have won the Super Bowl. <laughs> the best team in the league, Jake Scott. Wow. They've they've got the leftover from the Dolphins. Uh-huh. He got beat out by the leftover from the Dolphins. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he had the best team in the league. And Jameis Winston threw 30 interceptions last season. And 30. 33 touchdowns. 30 interceptions. 5,000 yards. 30 interceptions. See, this is where this comes from, Gordon. Does that answer your question? What weighs more, turnovers or touchdowns? You tell me. So what leads a, to wins? It's an old grudge. And what leads to losses? Away. That's that's where really And I hate Jameis Winston. Whoops. No, I don't hate him. I think I understand now. Sorry, is Gordon still there? It's kind of like uh who do you uh who does Gordon always defend? No matter what. Magic Buck Johnson. Yeah, Magic no, Buck not Johnson. Not true. Not true. Stony Case. <laughs>
There's a name from the past that I really haven't thought of. Who was it? Was it Hank Basket who went to New Mexico? Yeah, he ended up marrying that, uh, that, uh, what was he, a centerfold or something? Yeah, one of Heft's girlfriends, yeah. Yeah, that didn't end well. Is that over? I know they had a reality show. Did that end badly? uh, He had some tastes outside of the marriage that should not have happened. I see. His, His eye wandered a tad. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. That's gently put, yeah. Well, hey, don't don't say that uh, too loudly around Gordon, because Hank can do no wrong. Hank Basket? In the eyes of Gordon Monson. No, get out of here. I never said that. I never did like New Mexico. You've always liked New Mexico. What are you talking about? Can't stand the Lobos. Brian Urlacher could do no wrong in your mind. Go Lobos! I'm running out of New Mexico Lobos, I can remember. Kenny Thomas could do no wrong. <laughs> go Lobos! In the mind of uh, Michael Gordon Cooper. Monson. Michael go Cooper. Lobos! There you go. Go Lobos. Uh, brother. Okay. See, you can at least embrace that joke. Nobody thinks you're a Lobos fan, even though you totally are. <laughs> of course. Of course, yeah. I, I love myself some Albuquerque. Do you really? Uh, I've never really had much of a good time down there, but I'm not. I don't have anything against the town. I've actually heard it's somewhat underrated, Albuquerque. Really? Uh huh. I've been there numerous times, but never really was always working. I don't know whether it's what kind of town it is. Scotty enjoys the teppanyaki down there. Does enjoy didn't, the good teppanyaki the, down the there? Did the answer family live down there? Or, or some of the answers, Bobby answer or something? Sure. The Munsters? Who? Answers. The, the racing family. Ah. I don't know. Uh, yes. In fact, uh, Bobby Unser. Yeah. yeah. There you go, Gordon. They're making a lot of movies down there in Albuquerque these days. <laughs> Indeed. All right. We'll look up famous. Uh, I don't even know how we uh, got here. A, a handsome, generous tax incentive in New Mexico for the uh, movie companies. Yeah. Indeed. Have you guys been to Santa Fe? No, only, but, only in my but dreams. But the 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 song in in Newsies is terrific. <laughs> I hear that's nice. <laughs> Here they have a lot of hot air balloons. I have no idea. How we even got here, but uh, we've got a Mountain America market update the uh, pit. coming up right around the corner. A lot of good uh, clay pottery. Didn't you? Uh, haven't you met Snake Gordon? <laughs> no, I never met Snake. No? <laughs> no. I thought you did a story on him or something one of uh, no, sometimes. No, I can't recall ever meeting Snake. No? Okay. No. Mm-mm. All right. The legendary Lobos fan? Yeah, the legendary Lobos fan. Second biggest Lobos fan I know. Behind Go Lobos! What's the name of the uh, of the Wyoming fan that wears the barrel to the games? Uh... Actually, I have no idea. He wears a barrel to the games. Yeah, he he does wear. He goes without the shirt, and then he has these straps. I know the barrel guy. It's shoulder. not Fireman Ed because that's the moron for the Broncos, right? It's, oh no, that was the guy for the Jets, Fireman yeah, Ed. Yeah, right. That was the Ed. that was the guy yeah. for the Jets. Isn't mm-hmm. there a barrel guy for the Broncos as well? Where's Scotty G? Uh, this get this says it's Wyoming's. Wyoming Cowboy Ken Corretto's Barrel Man is what I'm finding. Okay. Barrel Man. <laughs> yeah, creative name. Do you think that if that's what you're known for, that something has gone horribly wrong in your life? Or horribly right. That's true. I guess if, if you're going to all the all the Cowboy games, you, you, must, oh my uh, gosh. you must have a lot of 
<laughs> Did you just call up a photo of Mike from IT is going to be calling any second here. <laughs> oh, man. Are there any famous fans from the teams around here? Uh, the barrel man, uh, his name is uh, Tim McKernan for the Broncos. Uh, there was Wild Bill up at Utah State, but that's actually kind of a a sad story. Or he's he's, he's doing well. Now. He's doing yeah. well now. He, oh, he was good. on a bit of a, a roller coaster there personally for a minute. Somebody did a story about it not that long yeah. ago. Who's uh, the crazy dance lady at the Utah games? Oh yeah, uh huh. Is she? I know Who they is were, a sweetheart, by the way, in real life? I know they were trying to, to mm. face her out. Have they successfully they? done that? No, I didn't they, know they that. moved her from the. She used to do the dance at uh, between the third and fourth quarter, and they moved it. I don't know if they were. All right, we've had her on uh, Utah Carson. She's a Mark Miller Subaru client. Really? She's a light, a nice lady. Anybody else? Gordon Wilford Brimley. Uh, well, the uh, for the uh, for the Jazz, there was uh, Rick Anderson, the, the doctor. Oh the, yeah, is he uh, still then, around? Uh, yeah, I think he's around. And uh, and then uh, he's a really nice guy, too, by the way. Uh, and uh, Sudbury we moved him out. Or he moved, got different seats. But he was well-known for a long time. What about B- do BYU? Does BYU have a famous fan? Wait, I'd say hold on for the Jazz. I would say Mitt Romney, who also went to BYU. But he had that where he was holding up four fingers. To, was that Russell Westbrook? Or Paul George. Or was it Paul George? Uh, it was one of those two. Orrin Hatch used to go to a lot of the jazz games. All right. I don't know. Famous fans. Let us know. All right. Coming up next, we have a Mountain America market update. Christian Cox joins us at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. And Booner is on with us at 5. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Hail Atlantis. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This one goes out to Adam on a total request Tuesday. Songs that have to do with the ocean. If you have a request, send it Austin's way at Austin Horton. Right now, it's time for another Mountain America market update. Let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now, our friend from Mountain America Investment Services. He's James Bogenry with us here on The Big Show. Hi, James. Hi, good afternoon. Let's talk a little bit about the market. How do we do today? Uh, the Dow closed down 390 points, or 1.5%, and the S&P was down about 30 points, or just over 1%. The last hour of trading, the market dipped on news of increased concerns that the, one of the new trial drugs may not be as, as good as anticipated. Hmm. So, <laughs> yesterday a terrific day, today not so, uh, not so great. Uh, any advice? Yeah, uh, we, we've this week we've seen some some real significant news as New York's uh, starting to open the first of the month. The Fed Chairman uh, Jerome Powell said that the Fed would do whatever it takes to help the market, uh, stating that central banks have plenty of ammunition left to support the economy. Uh, I think back though to JFK when he stated, "My fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you; ask what you can do for your country." My tip of the day is don't wait around for the heavy lifting of the federal government. If we want this economy to bounce back, we have to support small businesses. 
they not only need to just survive, but they need to thrive. Uh, support your small businesses, and they'll help us gain traction in the economy and help us get back to the new normal. Remember not only to use them, but to refer them to your friends, family, and to those you love to frequent. So that's my tip of the day. All right. Well, James, thank you very much for jumping on with us as always. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, James. That's our friend James Bogenry from Mountain America Investment Services. And that is another Mountain America market update. The investment products sold through LPL Financial are not insured Mountain America Credit Union deposits and are not NCUA insured. These products are not obligations of the credit union and are not endorsed, recommended, or guaranteed by Mountain America or any government agency. The value of the investment may fluctuate. The return on the investment is not guaranteed and loss of principal is possible. All right, so there you go, a little news. Uh, We do it every day at this time, a Mountain America market update. Coming up right around the corner, we'll talk to Christian Cox at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, the former Ute and good friend of the show. We'll ask him about uh, preparation, if there is to be a season, and uh, some issues facing this University of Utah football team. You know, one thing that may play in for the Utes and, and the, the Cougs and the Aggies to a certain extent is their their coaches and consistency with their coaching staff. And I realize Gary's only been there for a couple of years, but I would guess, regardless of what scenario is thrown at, uh, at these programs, um, they'll be equipped to handle it, or at least as best as possible, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, but... <laughs> I don't know. When it comes to forecasting, it's it's difficult to say sometimes, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I think it is difficult, and I think these teams will all be different. I mean, uh, two of the teams, at least in Utah and Utah State, are going to be breaking in new quarterbacks. Uh, we don't know at, uh, at BYU, but I would guess that Zach Wilson is, be, is going to be the guy. If we had to bet on it, that's how I'd bet. But, I mean, two of those programs, new quarterbacks, Gordon, I mean, you need – as much time as you can get, let alone a truncated spring ball not doing you any favors. Do you think the Utes are to the point now where they do, you know, the the old cliche, just sort of reload and and that defense will take care of it even when you're replacing so many starters? Or have they reached that point yet? Or do you think there could be a a 5-7 and type season uh, for for the Utes in in a year where they lose so much talent to the NFL. Okay, so that's interesting to find, and you kind of put it there, is that your definition of a reload or a rebuilding season, 5-7? and Well, I I don't know. I just pulled that out of of the air. But uh, I I, I wonder whether whether they have, because we've been talking about the talent that they've accumulated and they've gotten better and better at that. Like their recruiting class this year was supposed to be uh, one of their best ever and whatnot. So do they have do they have those guys in reserve just to slip into those positions and, and watch the good stuff happen? I mean, I, I saw one uh, guess, I guess, from Vegas that had the Utes as a favorite to win the South again. And if that's true, either the South sucks or the Utes really have reached that that, uh, that stage where they have that kind of talent uh, in the twos and the threes. What makes me worried, though, is like um, uh, going into the 05 season, Gordon, when Utah was going into the Mountain West and they had just lost Urban Meyer and half the team to the draft, and all the media still picked Utah to finish first. And, uh, and Vegas still had Utah as the favorites in the conference, and it was like, wow, I don't know, because they lost the number one pick in the draft and a slew of other players, and it was yeah. not necessarily easy going that next year. Remember, it was Brian Johnson's, what, sophomore year? And I can't remember what the final record was, but it was okay. It wasn't great. Uh, so when you replace a lot of players, I mean, 
That's a big-time question mark. Now, Gordon, I have faith that Utah is going to have a good defense because how could you not? But last but year— they the, lost, But they lost so much talent. But that, the, Yeah, I guess, sorry, that was going to be my point, is that last year's team was elite of the elite, right? Probably a right. top-five defense in the country. I mean, it was— I mean that's a that's a high bar. I don't think it's going to be that again. But how much did Tyler Huntley matter to that team actually? That that that's what it comes down to for me. I'm not going to doubt the defense. The defense is going to be fine, maybe not elite, but it's going to be fine. But if Tyler Huntley truly was a Heisman candidate, then Jake Bentley could never expect to step in and and be as good. But how important was Tyler Huntley to the success of the Utes because they, and I'm not trying to put down Tyler Huntley by any means, but that you would think would be the biggest piece to replace, right? The quarterback. And we can get into Zach Moss, the, their all-time leading rusher. I mean, that's a, a big thing to replace too. But, I mean, fo- this is football. We're talking about the quarterback position. Hmm. I, I just I, – I don't know how good these other guys are going to be. Is Jake really that good? Is uh, I, I, I don't know. I, this is another mystery. And how will they all fit in? And how will Ludwig uh, utilize these various pieces? And you mentioned Zach Moss's absence. Who's going to fill in for him? And whoever that is, will they be able to recount on those yards that uh, the Utes offense has been able to count on in the ground game? I I don't know. Uh, I would bet on the I, ground I don't. game. I, I would bet the ground game still pretty good. I know Zach, uh, Zach Moss is awesome, but one, they've got some talent. Uh, Jordan Brumfield, or excuse me, Jordan Wilmore and Devin Brumfield, who are both, mm-hmm. uh, both pretty good. I, and the run game at Utah has been good since the early 90s you know i i think the the run game is going to be fine but i mean the it, offensive line could be improved i mean well you'd hope so because because yeah. that was probably a weakness last year but they were young last year so you hope it'd be a little bit better but i mean think about it if tyler huntley truly was one of the best five quarterbacks in the country which i don't believe that but a, a lot of people tried to sell that to us and they accomplished what they accomplished last year i mean jake bentley's not going to be a top five quarterback in the country Either is Cam Rising. Like, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if you think that Tyler Huntley was okay and did enough to, to you know, be a successful quarterback on a successful team, you can replace that. I, I think a huge advantage that team had a year ago was the familiarity of what they're – and I knew Ludwig was coming back, and but it seems like everybody was on the same page. And, and and Ludwig deserves a lot of credit for making that happen the way it is. But everyone sort of knew what their role would be and, and, and what their talent level was, and they took advantage of that. And this year, it seems like if there is a season, that it will be more of a, a grab bag kind of question uh, thing. I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I'm curious to find out. But if the Utes have another stellar season, if they win the South this next season – I don't know how anybody can doubt that that football program anymore, given the talent that they lost. Well, we'll talk to Christian Cox coming up next. And Christian, uh, Gordon, we should ask him about this because he was kind of part of that, uh, you know, the last Mountain West teams before they went into the uh, into the Pac-12 and, mm-hmm. and talk about if he's seen an influx of talent and would make it seem more like a reloading as opposed to rebuilding. We can ask Christian about that coming up next. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.